0: Bottoms up, episode 29, coming at ya. How's everybody doing today?
1: Doing terrific. I am glad to be back in the studio. Yes.
0: There's back. that voice, the dulcet tones of Blatto. <laughs> he, he's back. Welcome back, buddy. Uh,
1: you know, I, I, I've i listened to the episodes that, that you did while I was in my absence. And uh, they were great. No, no problem with them. Um, is not. You know, I don't mean to be judging anyway. But where I'm going with this is, I so wanted to add. <laughs> I'm like I would have said this, and I would have said this, and I would have done that. You know, even even on on the kayak stuff, because I, I I have like two really good kayak stories, and it's like well go ahead you know, share. <laughs> uh, it's kind of passe now. You know, maybe in the next, you know the next go round. But you know, actually I have three. So, okay, real quick, kayaking in Lake Mead uh, Ooh, okay. for uh, two nights and three days, uh, nice. kind of camping from spot to spot, and there's a lot to that. Kayaking in Resurrection Bay in Alaska in February.
0: I was not aware of that.
1: And, uh, and then the other third story that I would have given you was, was, was tagging on to what she said about uh, Trooper Dan. Um, You know, he did the kayak thing. He also did the canoe slash kayak thing. Oh, yeah. And what I would have added to that was that was the first time that I saw the noticeable difference between the abilities of a kayak and the abilities of a canoe. And it is night and day. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you and I canoed during that trip, and we did great. Some of the other canoers didn't do as well. But the kayaks were really the saving grace for any of those problems that we had on the water.
0: And especially the, w- the, the one problem that was a real problem. This is February. Oh, like, geez. yeah, And it's like four degrees out. Blizzard conditions. We're, we're on a, a, the Pine River, which is fast. Fastest river in Michigan. I think fourteen fifty mile an hour yeah. current. It's not white water. No, no, no. But it's Moves. a lot of yeah, deadfall. Right. moving. Anyways, I don't remember if it was the first first second morning i think we had pulled our canoes up onto the beach mm-hmm. which was covered snow we got up in the morning they were gone they had with gravity it pulled them right down into the river oh, and they really? were down the river oh, shit. and if we wouldn't have had that kayak who was able to go after them he was just in a little small like a dagger yeah, kayak nah. or something he went, and he found them where they were. They had eventually got blocked up, and he was able to pull them back. Wow. They were yeah. gone. We, we thought someone was <laughs> But the someone. ability
1: for the kayaks to go upstream yeah. is what really kind of then, like, you know, because they were also able to communicate. Because I, I thought there were two people kayaking. You just want... There was just that one guy. You know, between a group of... You know, if there was a group of us in a canoe that was further up and then further back. And then we had the two canoe, The guy... Yeah, the he guys, was going
0: back and forth between the yeah. groups. Kind
1: of like policing. Yeah. What was yeah. going on? And, um, and then there was the kayak. Two dudes tipped over. Not once, <laughs> but twice. And again, this is February. You, you know, Fred and I... Said right away, uh, tipping is not an option. No,
0: and <laughs> we almost right. did it once. We came close yeah. on one.
1: Yeah, but these these two other guys tipped over uh, twice, and um, and and that was one where also the canoe, their canoe, filled up with water and went downstream. Yeah, and the kayak couldn't pull it back, but it went and stopped it. And then you and I and Trooper went down there and hauled that fully contained canoe water up onto snow. the bank through like two feet of snow it
0: was crazy it was, it was oh crazy. Geez. you know all it was right. f- not well it's funny now but those guys flipped right so they stripped down changed clothes changed clothes we hmm. started a fire we made them some soup this all took i don't know maybe like an hour or hour oh, less so than f- that i think yeah yeah maybe less a little dead time got them back in the water 15 <laughs> minutes later, they flipped, <laughs> they again. flipped again. Oh, come so on. they So, in in a matter of literally two hours, they went through all of their dry clothes. They, they couldn't flip again yeah. because of that. So People were we giving really them some this. clothes. Yeah. And we, yeah, it was. Uh, but anyway. That was a crazy trip. It was fantastic. That was a fantastic trip, though, wasn't it? Uh, it that, was. That very was memorable. one of my very memorable trips of any outdoor trips I'd ever done was that one. Because. Remember all the bald eagles we saw
1: deer bald eagle, just the amount of snow that we had canoeing in a blizzard. I mean, it was it, it was you felt very rugged <laughs> and, and we you were man, man got punched a couple times
0: <laughs> the, you did not sit back at any point on this trip because of that current because uh-huh. there's deadfall everywhere, yeah. we were like constantly paddling hard, go screaming at each other, yeah. ah, carrying on. it was hilarious. Great trip, great trip. So, right. oh yeah, we're doing a podcast, aren't we? Let's get to the beer. And All then, right, uh, get to a, a few other things. Yes, let us get to the beer. Um,
1: <laughs> 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 it, it and and since uh, it was obviously my turn, since I've bugged out on a few here in a row, um, uh, so nice. I I've been meaning to to. Uh, Try this style of beer because I really don't know what it means, and oh, the dose. Uh, yeah, and maybe uh, you know could call up uh, our our friend uh, uh, GZ and get his take on it. But um, so that was the reason. That, that was the primary reason that I chose this beer. The label has been something of a conversation point before we started uh, podcasting, but you didn't even say what. Okay, get to it. It's the uh, shorts uh, brew, and the name of the beer is Internet Dating. Um, they, you know, looking at their assortment of beers, they really come up with some clever names.
0: Yes, they do. they
1: they, um, and it's called Internet Dating, and it's a a, a ghost. Is that how you pronounce it right? Yep. A ghost brewed with raspberry, lemon, verbena, and cucumber, a collaboration with Central State Brewing Company. So I don't know what Central State Brewing Company Nor is. Nor do I. We, we can fact check that. Um, and I have, you know, on Twitter, I see a lot more about uh, beer collaborations between breweries. I don't know. If they do it just for fun, it's good for both of their marketing to to join, get crossover drinkers. Cross-pollination. Yeah. Um, But I've seen a lot more of that. Um, So, yeah, the internet dating. And the label has uh, (laughs) two gents on it. And they both appear to be on their pillows and on their phones. And, you know, you could assume that the logo on the phone is kind of a swipe left or swipe right kind of Tinder kind of thing on the phone, but they appear to be on a on a heart shaped bed,
0: (laughs) wearing knee high rubber rubber boots. Rubber boots, and they
1: both have the same boots on too. They have the same boots on. They have a, uh, I I don't know. I guess they're millennial looking. Um, And then there's this bar that runs through the middle of the heart. It's hard to tell if they are. Swiping for each other?
0: I don't know. This is the most bizarre label I've
1: ever seen. You know, Fred, Fred you mentioned said, "Well, you know, is 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 this for Pride Month?" And I, it, it could be, uh, and that's cool. But also, and you know what? Maybe when they create it, they're like, "You can see into it what you want to see into it."
0: Yeah, open for interpretation, kind right. of thing.
1: Right, you know.
0: It, it's in a, You gotta check out this label. Sure, Sh- it's internet dating. And you know, speaking of ghosts, uh, half pint and I, on more than one occasion when we were out uh, getting the beer, ooh, nice color,
1: oh, like fabulous beer. color. It's ruby. Yeah. But
0: I, we had looked, we had picked up a couple of ghosts, and neither one of us knew what it was. So we had been like afraid to to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Did you see that uh, beer I was drinking yesterday at the party? Uh, that green zebra. I saw it. I didn't have one. That's like my my. That is my summer beer. Uh, what's his name? Introduced me to it last year. Clark. Clark. Yeah, he he bought it for me for my birthday, I think. No, no, no. I just borrowed one of his. And, <laughs> and I can remember the the first half can I was like almost repelled by it but by the end of the can I'm going this is amazing never really read the can for that's a ghost beer Mm. so one more addition to that I was speaking with my neighbor today because I was trying to get rid of the excess beer wherever I could (laughs) my neighbor was out working in the yard I took some over to him and, and he made the comment he goes this doesn't taste like beer to me he goes it tastes more like um I don't know, like a, a punch or something like that. Like you, a like, like
1: a like a alcoholic uh, carbonated drink, like yes, yeah, yeah. That's like what, a hard lemonade kind right. of thing. And so
0: now I'm hearing all the ingredients of this. I'm guessing this is not going to taste like a beer either, according to that. And it doesn't look like a beer. No, either, it doesn't look like a beer at all. So
1: yeah, yeah. I I'd been
0: drinking ghosts for a year and I didn't even realize it? it.
1: I the first time that I ever even heard of one was we were uh, down in the D and um oh, that's very funny. they had we were at we were at uh I forget the name of the place doesn't matter but they had the, the board up and I was trying to pick beer and I was kind of complaining that all they had were a bunch of Ipas and lefty said you know why don't you try a ghost I'm like what is that and you know he, I mean I don't know if he really explained it to me at the time but at least he had had one before mm. <laughs> Um but I don't think we have reviewed one, right? No. I no no I don't think uh, so. Uh, Not so knowingly. that's so when I was buying beer for your for your soiree yesterday, and we'll talk about that, but um, I saw this there at that time. Didn't really pay much attention to the label, but I saw it was a ghost. I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm gonna get that for a podcast. So so we okay. can do a ghost. Anyway, it's, bottoms up.
0: I smell the raspberry.
1: Yeah. Bottoms yeah. <clears clears throat> <throat> 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 up.
2: Bottoms up. It's very fruity.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. It's tart. I don't,
0: that doesn't taste like a beer. Ooh, that's a weird finish. That's um, a cucumber. The cucumber just jumps out at the end. Did you get it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I can. I. I. I definitely taste the cucumber in there. Wow, that's um, cool. And I, I would say the raspberry is kind of more on the front end yep. because mm-hmm. that's what hits the olfactory nerves. Yep. You know, it's kind of. proboscis. It's kind of <laughs> you're a quick learner. It's kind of stinky. Yeah, stinky. Yeah, I don't really like the uh, the smell of it. It tastes better than it smells. I like the smell. Do, you, sit- really? yeah, Do you see what I mean by stinky? Do you... Yeah, there's a little, there's a little funk. It's to a it. punchiness to it. Fermented fruit. <laughs> well, th- that always always <laughs> isn't the most appetizing uh, thing to eat or drink, but. Uh, Anyway, I uh, the, and, and, and I, I didn't get this um, for our next beer, but have we done a session yet? No. So I, I almost picked up a session I wanted to, and so, you know, on, uh, one of us have to come up with a session beer. and um, That's along the, 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 fam, the IPA family, right? When, is it, isn't I it? think us. It yeah. So maybe do like a session and an IPA and see if we can really tell the difference. Spell that. Well, there's session and, and then there's saison. Okay.
0: Saison. I think there's two. Ooh, See, I've drank before saison before. S a
1: i s o n. And then I've seen beers s e s s i o n, just that, like session. That's what I've seen. Yeah. So I, I GZ, let me get them back on here. We have so many beer questions. <laughs> um, anyway, but uh, reviewing this one, um, it's uh, uh, it falls into the refreshing category. Um, And I'm thirsty, so I'm liking it. Um, I I could drink this beer very quickly, but in terms of flavor, I'm still going to hold off a little bit.
0: And and as I mentioned, with the Founders Green Zebra, when I first had that, I was like almost repelled by it. And this kind of reminds me of that same drinking experience. It's like I'm not quite sure if I like it. But it's interesting enough to me to stick with it, so I'm hoping that it'll be the same and, you know, a yeah. thumbs up
2: for it, cause, but I'm not
0: sure just yet.
1: Knops? Uh,
2: um, yeah, same thing. It's very refreshing, very light. I think it's got a decent flavor to it. It's not really a beer. I'm going to put it in the Mac category right now. Um, it reminds me a lot of something from Bee Nectar. It's more like a mead than a beer.
0: But I I actually thought about
2: that. Yeah, uh, the first
0: taste that, that kind of popped into my bean nectar Yeah, yeah.
2: But it's 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 decent enough, but I don't know if that would have really go on my way to get at it.
1: I'm not I, in in my last sip and 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 putting my proboscis in the pint. I still couldn't get past the aroma. I'm I'm, I'm stuck on that. I, well, I, I mean, I, it, it 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 may be going thumbs down for me because mm. of. Every time I'm taking that sip, I'm getting a whiff, and, and there's just something about it that—that
0: that would be the first time we've had that, yeah, come up where,
1: yeah, the smell. It's maybe. almost halfway to gone, the though. Flavor. So you must like the flavor. No, because well, the right the flavor's been okay, and I'm thirsty and feeling a little parched, so I'm, I'm drinking it. Right, and, and you just need to plug your nose.
0: <laughs> comes with a clothespin. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. Were there, um, where, were, where are we at uh, on the on the podcasting things? Like, I, I listened uh, to the last show. I was in the car. I didn't record any fact checker. Is there?
0: Well, I, I got hit with one that I, I knew was wrong. Uh, we had mentioned Mayor Pete, yeah, and we said he was British. from Fort Wayne. That was my gaff, and I actually. I thought about it afterwards, and I said that was wrong. But then Half Pint slammed me on it, and I'm like, "We'll do a fact check. We'll fix it. Take it easy." <laughs> Jeez. But she, yeah, she, she was giving me grief about it. I said I made a simple
1: mistake. South Bend, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and my reply to hers, you
1: know, we drink on this show, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a gap,
1: uh, and uh, we've always been. You know, sketchy on the facts right yeah, I mean, yeah. well thats that we're is, getting our point across we feel well, like that's we got we do the fact check. we're not we're not we're not beholden right well that should have been an easy one I don't know where Fort Wayne I, you came know, I from. could see Fort Wayne. I could see I, I mean because you're, you're thinking the geography right you're you know you're thinking that middle America and both are in Indiana yeah all you right. know
0: all right so yeah. there you go half pint. <laughs>
1: Can you think of anything else? Uh, now? No, I, no, I yeah. can't. That was the only one I got ripped on. So. All right. Um, I was uh, part of my absence, most of my absence, I was in New York. And, you went to New York? Uh, you've I've never been, been there. I,
0: yes, I have. <laughs> um, You're not listening.
1: And uh, uh, kind of in the spirit of our uh, uh, Trumpian bottle opener, uh, going through Washington Square uh somebody was selling buttons and I thought this would make a nice addition to ah, the studio. I've already goodness. posted it on the Facebook, so pin that on there maybe yeah. or something, but you know, we could make sort of collection
0: yeah, that'd be on that. Cool. But one word says it all. Yeah, it's
1: just a button that says impeach over top of the president's that head. It doesn't and even look like a human head. It's not. It's more lizardish <laughs> or
0: something. I don't know. And that that's pretty true to form. But, <laughs> right, yeah. His profile is weird, yeah. sorry.
1: stack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my uh, returning gift.
0: To the studio? To, to, the, to the crew. All right, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> you oh. New York? Quick synopsis on it?
1: Impressions? <laughs> oh, well, I've been in New York a lot of times, but this time was different for the reason that I went. Um, uh... And also, you know, news came out of it, right? I got engaged yeah, um, awesome. officially. So, Bottoms up. Up. Um, the, the biggest difference this time was the amount of time that uh, uh, me and the fiance, she never liked when I called her my girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> me and the fiance, uh, we still don't have a nickname, um, uh, spent in Brooklyn. And, and, and that was a unique experience. So You know, we, we, we spent two full weeks in Brooklyn, and um, it uh, it's a different world there, you know, and, you know, we live in suburbia of Detroit, so, you know, we're not quite urban dwellers and not suburban dwellers, and, I mean, we're not rural dwellers or urban dwellers. We are suburbanites, and, um, you know, to put yourself two weeks into the, uh, uh, the epicenter of what it's like to live in a big city w- was uh pretty cool. I mean the the one thing that we both really um noticed and uh, enjoyed about it right like from the get-go was the diversity. We we just thought it was really cool to be around, you know, this many people that are so different. Um and it, you know, I mean Brooklyn is is a fine place. I mean, uh, you know, I mean I'm sure it's got its, you know, bad parts or good parts or whatever. But, you know, I never felt unsafe or anything like that, you know. um, uh, And I only felt (laughs) out of place when I went to the grocery store. I always seemed to do something wrong at the grocery store. (laughs) What can you do do wrong wrong at a grocery store? Well, okay, I don't want to take up too much time here.
2: Did you use the self-scan wrong?
1: No, uh, there there was no (laughs) self-scan. But I went to the deli. (laughs) <laughs> i don't want to get into this i got i went to the deli and they have like you know the pre-made food and i wanted to get some pre-cooked vegetables to eat with my pork chop which is another story from the meat counter <laughs> and and so i i wasn't sure if it was self-serve or they serve they had the sneeze guard mm-hmm. which you know the sneeze guard could be like They get it on their side or you get it on your side, right? So I kind of make some eye contact with the gal. And she kind of like, yeah, gives me the nod. So I grab a bowl off the top. I scoop up the things, I kind of show her what I got. She doesn't say anything. She just sort of nods, okay? Right. I thought she was going to weigh it, put a sticker on it, whatever. But she didn't make it seem like that was like anything needed to be done. So I'm thinking, you know what? They know at the checkout. So I finished the rest of my shopping. I go to the checkout. There's no self-serve checkout at this place, and um, and the area that this grocery store in was a very, very Hispanic. Like I asked one guy where the bread was, and I thought he was taking me to the bread. No, he took me to someone that spoke English <laughs> <laughs> to tell me where the bread was. So that's very Hispanic neighborhood, and. So I get in this line and I and she's ringing through and then she says something to me sort of, you know, Spanglish, I guess, right? And I'm like, what? And she's like, no price. And I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> she didn't give me a price back at the deli counter. And she's like, you need a price. And I'm like, uh, well, do you want me? To, and, and there's people in line and the deli counter's way, the is store's, the store's huge, bigger than a mire. So it's like way on the other side she's not calling someone to get a runner (laughs) to go run over. You know what I mean? Right. It's like I have to run over there, and I'm like, you know what? I want my vegetables. I don't feel like I've done anything wrong here. I want my vegetables. You people are going to have to wait in line. (laughs) I got out of line, walked briskly to the other side of the store. There was a line at the deli. I just said, I need a price on this. You'll have to wait. (laughs) People in Brooklyn, they wake up mad. So it doesn't take a much more, you know, but, you know, I, I'm like, I'm not going to worry about this. You know, I mean, so I waited in line there, got my price, walked back, got back in line. I, I, I was gone a good five minutes.
0: And all those people just stood there waiting. Mm-hmm. Evidently. Evidently. If there was self-checkout,
1: b- yeah, a self-checkout, problem solved. solved. Then, then th- th- this is better, that same trip, I went to the meat counter. Uh, I still am doing low carb, right? So the guy was having spaghetti, so I thought I'd have a pork chop. Well, apparently nobody in Brooklyn has ever ordered a single pork chop before. (laughs) So I'm standing at the meat counter. Guy's packing stuff for lots of people. They're having big orders. He's cutting pig's feet, everything. And he looks at me, burly guy, and says something that I can barely understand, and I'm like, I'd like a pork chop. A boneless pork chop, please. And he looks at me, and then he mumbles something that probably wasn't very kind. And then I'm like, and he looks at me, and I'm like, I, I just want one boneless pork chop. And then he mumbles something to somebody else. Like, <laughs> "Like, you get him this pork chop. He's looking at me like, why would anyone order ever just one pork chop? So then this kid who's like, must be in training, he goes get the pork chop, you know, puts it in a little Ziploc bag and (laughs) hands it to me, like dangles it, you know? And okay, so. Hey, you, single pork chop guy. (laughs) This guy just wants one pork chop. Lonely guy. One pork chop. The next day, the next day, I go back into the grocery store and I could not find the smoked salmon. I wanted some smoked salmon for breakfast and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm asking the people in the fish counter where the smoked salmon is. And they're like, it's at the meat counter. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the meat counter. (laughs) (laughs) And and so then I look around the meat counter. I don't find it. I can't find the smoked salmon. I go to do some more shopping. I come back. And and so finally I'm like, I got to ask the butcher where the smoked salmon is. It's the same guy. Of course. But I'm like, he's not going to remember me, right? So I walk up. (laughs) And I said, uh, and he's busy as usual, you know, and whatever. And he looks over at me, and I said, I'm looking for the smoked salmon. He says, don't you want a pork chop? <laughs> <laughs> True. Classic. And, 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 and I, I, I so wanted to order one a pork. Like, like I thought, you know what, I'm going to come back every day and <laughs> order one pork chop just to bust this guy's balls a little bit.
2: So that's that's a, Brooklyn. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I, it. I couldn't believe the
1: guy. I mean, I guess, you know, he's like, don't you want a pork chop? <laughs> <laughs> so does he get the smoked salmon? He told me where the smoked salmon okay. was, yes.
0: Yeah. And was it correct?
1: Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. No, they know their stuff, you know. No, yeah. no,
0: I thought he sent you on a wild. Oh, right, right, yeah. Giving you a hard time. <clears throat> anyway,
1: so yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a great experience. We were there for medical reasons. That all turned out to be excellent as well. And... um you know, we're, we're going back next year for probably the same reasons and, you know, probably spend our time in Brooklyn. It was easy to get in and out of the city, which is why we did it. Whether whether we, we drove or whether we took the train, it was pretty easy to get back and, back and forth uh, in and out of the city.
0: I like Brooklyn. Go to Williamsburg.
1: That's where we stayed, Williamsburg.
0: Oh, you were in Williamsburg? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but, that, but, that explains the Brooklyn tight. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: the do... They, everyone's got it. Okay. We
1: don't, we're, not, we're never going to get around talking politics. Getting my hair cut there was such an experience to me. That's why I had to make a Facebook post about it. Because the how meticulous they were with the hairs that they were cutting. I swear every single hair on my head was attended to. <laughs> and I was watching. I walked into this place, Lopez Barber, just around the corner from where we were staying. And they had five or six chairs all occupied. The guy nods to me, you know, have a seat, right? Uh, Again, um, I'm assuming that most of them there spoke English, but mostly all Hispanic, right? So I sit down and I don't know when they're ever going to call me, but I'm watching them cut these other dudes' hair. And, you know, again, out here in suburbia, it's turn and churn. Yeah. Right. Get in the chair. Out. Get in the. Yeah. I'm. I'm sitting there for a good, you know, twenty minutes, twenty five minutes, and they're still working on the same guys, all five of them, when I started. Like I figured, in a minute or two, somebody's gonna be finishing up, and I'm watching it, and it is, it is fascinating. The clipper work is just over and over again on the same spot over and over again and then on the edges and then I mean you know change the clipper out and do it again and I mean it was just so meticulous you know and so when I finally you know a guy taps me on the shoulder guy tells me to sit on the chair you know and I'm like I just want to trim (laughs) I couldn't be any more white you know (laughs) And the guy starts, and and and, you know, again with the with the with the clippers, just absolute, just perfection with everything. And the, my part, I don't really care about my part. And he's like clipping it and cutting it. I mean, it was like an hour, and it was just it was an amazing experience, you know. And whatever kind of goo that they used in it, you know, gave it that that Brooklyn tight, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. You know, he spins me around. I'm looking like, ha, huh. you know, I'm looking pretty good there. <laughs> not, there's no way I'm going to repeat this, right? But I guess that's why guys, you know, they're, they're like every other day getting it done or whatever, whatever. you know. But it was, like, like I said, just the amount. There was no rush. There was absolutely no rush to get whoever was waiting into the next chair. We're going to take as much time as we want, and it's going to be perfect. That's the only way I can explain it cool
0: yeah what did it cost just curious
1: 20 bucks that's it that's it and, and i have no idea right like i don't know if they're gonna charge me 20 30 100 i have, I have no idea i can't ask questions <laughs> because that's really gonna give it away you know <laughs> and and so you know i said you know it was so when i finished you know he just like swings the chair back around towards the door and then i said you know what do i owe you and he said 20 well, that's so not good. I, I gave him twenty five, and that was it. Well, That's a cool experience. It actually was. That's yeah. why, I, you know, I, I, you know, there was the the one friend we had on on Facebook on my post, and he's like, because you know there was a lot of comments and compliments and <clears throat> jokes, and he's like, all this for a haircut? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't understand. He doesn't he, understand. That's right, you know. Well, you, you know, when I first grew my beard out, I had never let anybody touch it, and. We were going to New York City, just so happens. And so I did my hunting around, and I found the guys to go to for the beards. And, ah. and it was actually in Chelsea Market. It ah. was like this little, this this bar. Well, that's, yeah,
1: that's the place that we're... What? You then you get your, your butter, right? We got you your butter.
0: Well, that's attached to it. Oh, okay, all but, right. No, it's in the actual market. You know, like when you walk through the Chelsea Market itself, proper, this the barbershop was kind of tucked back. You didn't see it from the, the main aisle way. You just had to, they were just kind of set back and you go in there. and it was the same thing with the haircuts, the same experience watching those guys get cut. They were taking forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, they really do. And But
0: I, the same thing with the beard. Of course they, they were. Went, trimming, right?
1: They were trimming beards
0: and it was the same type of thing. They just took their time. Hmm look at it and redo it again and they were using clippers and snippers.
1: I and swear sometimes I thought they were just taking time to take time like I could not see a, a, anything different to what the guy had just attended to but they're looking I mean they're really they're, they're looking at like each individual hair hmm. yeah. so that was that was nice. cool. That was it
0: cool. was a cool experience as well and it was it's funny you know I, I hadn't let anybody touch the beard at that point point. <laughs> And here I'm trusting this guy in New York. Were you were you happy with the outcome? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure. I looked pretty darn good. I think it cost more than twenty bucks though. Yeah. I think it was like twenty five or thirty. Then
1: Lopez Barber on a plug here on um, uh, Meserole and uh, Avenue of Puerto Rico. There's another. Uh, there's another name for that street, but it's got a nickname too. It's like you know, it's got the name and then underneath it in parentheses. So Avenue of Puerto Rico and Mezurall Streets is uh, the Lopez Barber.
0: Shout out to Lopez. Yeah,
1: I don't know if Lopez cut my hair or not. <laughs> I don't think so. He was younger guy with a man bun. <laughs> <laughs> very, very Williamsburg. <laughs> um, okay, well. We could talk a, 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 a more about this, but that's Pro- not the point of bottoms up right 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 right' what you want to chit chat
0: We'll let you pick a topic since uh, you've been away
1: uh, and it's been killing me I wanted to <laughs> <laughs> whether it's been listening to the two episodes that I missed or uh, just other things happening, you know the the amount of scandal. That is happening with this presidency is just mind-boggling. It's off the charts. I, I, I mean everything, right? I mean, you know, you mentioned the Elaine Chow thing. Yeah. That that should be rocking the boat. I mean, that should be it. Should be listing until it's taking on water, and it's not any longer. It's it's just a blip. It and, was a mention. Yeah. And the only place that I've really heard
0: it was on Rachel's show. With any right uh, with and, any drilling down on it. it was on Rachel's show the stuff that was like on Facebook they kind of just skimmed up. to me the the articles kind of skimmed over it a little bit well you know Rachel digs
1: down well and, uh, yeah and 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 I um with, with, with events this week that's where um I'm getting more and more frustrated with the media because they they can't They haven't figured out the formula yet to stay on top of this stuff and hammer it until the majority of people understand just how abnormal it is every single day. It's, you know, um, the one thing I did really, uh, we talk about this a lot. And our listeners don't understand how difficult it is sometimes for us to name our shows. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And, and, and. When I saw the name of the show last week, you know, kudos to you guys because I knew exactly what you were going to be talking about, right? I mean, I, you know, so you know, it's wack at Trump, right? I mean, it's, and and you can't you you can't stay on that one mole long enough to really hurt him, <laughs> and, um, you know, and and my frustration with the with the media this week has been about the um, immigration BS that the president is purporting. And I am literally just past my wits on this thing. Um, And my take may be different than what some people uh, would assume. And my take is also because I'm really pissed off at the media. You know... Trump says he's going to start mass deportations. Right. And the media goes crazy with it. Ah, you know, and they want the liberals to have their hair on fire, right? Instead of taking a step back and saying, uh, no, bullshit.
0: Well, you and I, both against our, our mutual friend... Brought up that subject, and you and I were typing at the same time, calling bullshit on this, just, just sh- uh, merely based on the numbers. He said he was going to get rid of right,
1: right, and and, and, and I'm reading all these articles of. He was typing. I'm typing. I can see. <laughs> well, you know what? I was, I was, I'm reading all these articles, and you know whether it's Think Progress or even Washington Post or Axios or. Um, you know, even to a certain extent, you know, Vox, you know, who I bow down, to, bow down to all the time. They're all talking about what the president said instead of saying what the president said is nonsense. I mean, ICE deports about 8,000 interior immigrants a month. Somewhere they float anywhere between 80 and 120,000 a year. Obama was the deporter in chief. Trump has not even come close to Obama's numbers yet. And but Obama did it in a way that wasn't trying to fire up the racism in this country. He wasn't trying to incite his base about it. He did it quietly. We can argue whether it was right or wrong to do about it, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But <clears throat> we don't have the resources to deport millions of people instantaneously. I mean, you can't go from eight thousand to eighty thousand just because you say it. And so, when Trump says they're going to start rounding up families and doing all these raids and doing these mass deportations, that's happening every single month in America, and we don't we don't realize it. We, we it's 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 not visual to us. And part of it is, look, I think you'll probably agree with me on this, Fred. Uh, um, I don't know if Knobs will, but but no. If if you've been given a deportation order, okay, and you've been through the process and you are, um, um, you've not been found worthy of asylum, you probably should be deported. I mean, I you know, changing all of that is a different conversation altogether. But if you've gone through the process and a, a, a asylum doesn't fit your uh, your situation, your circumstances, um, then you really have to abide by deportation orders so that
0: not everyone is going to be let in it's just not the way it works
1: right and and contrary to what trumpsters say you know democrats or liberals or progressives are not for just you know open borders right but we're what we're really for is rule of law amen now what on the flip side of that and i would say this even against the obama administration was for every you're working in a very finite amount of resources. The number of judges, the number of detention beds, the number of ICE agents, all of those things are very finite. And so for every non-criminal you're deporting, that's a criminal that you're not deporting. Right. You know, so that's where um, the difference in, in prioritization comes into play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and again, that's another that's another topic. But of the 8,000 people that ICE is deporting every month, I, I, I'm not prepared to say, you know, well, they should or shouldn't deport these people or that people or whatever. That's another topic. But for Trump to make this claim that mass deportations and raids are going to start happening because he said so, and then the media just buys into it. They just, they're just like, oh, you know, now he's called off the raids. There were no... Extra raids. There were raids. There's raids every single month. You know, but that's that. That's it's it just it's been and and every Facebook article I've read, I have tapped in there. You are falling for Trump's trap. You he is creating the crisis and then fixing the crisis and then lo and behold, this one blows my mind. <laughs> he, he, he then calls it off. Right. right? Saturday night or Sunday morning or whatever it is, he's called it off for two weeks. He's called off nothing. ICE is going to go about doing their business. ICE is going to still be deporting the eight to 10000 a month that they were deporting before. He, the, 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 <laughs> there's no calling off anything. I know. There was nothing to begin with. You know, and he, and he has people underneath him that are saying, you know, well, Operation, what was it? Family out or was it, there was an operation name that they gave to this charade. Jeez. Yeah, so fact check that. But anyway, so then, because it'll you know, get me going next week too. But, <laughs> but anyway, you know. So then you have like you know DHS or the the, the acting whoever of whoever it is because they're all acting. But saying you know that yeah we've you know we've we've delayed operation such and such. They're still going to deport eight thousand people this week, or yeah, or this as month. Usual. It's business as usual. You know, and I, here's why I think, well, there's there's two things that I think Trump called it off. One was maybe he didn't get as much media play as he wanted. Like like what, what I predicted, and I still do, is you will see some horrific video of people getting detained by ICE on this, you know. And for those particular circumstances, it is horrific, right? right. You know, going into an apartment building and... You know, kicking the doors, kicking in. the doors in and, you know, separating families and all that stuff. And that's really horrific. But it's still it's, it's, it's still not part of the big picture. Right. I mean, like I said, we're we're still not doing this in, in mass the way that he says. Right. So you, you kind of have to put it that way. And maybe he wasn't going to get the play. Maybe there weren't enough CNN cameras that were going to follow these ICE agents around <laughs> to to put on this reality TV show. I mean, it's like, like he's a reality TV guy, right? That's what he does. That's what he understands. When you, you watch a reality TV show, like uh, one of my favorites is Naked and Afraid, right? Yeah. It's a one-hour show for people that are in the jungle for 21 days. Right. So out of 21 days, you're seeing one hour. So however the producers want to make that show appear, they can do by editing, you know, everyone has their moods, right? So if you took all of my bad moods over a 21-day period and condensed them into an hour, I'm going to look, look like, like a, a miserable <laughs> so-and-so. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, you know, I think the power of television and video clips, I think Trump understands that part. I don't think he understands much, but he understands that. And so all we need are a couple clips of people getting detained by ICE, round up, and put into a bus and sent over to the plane. And the liberals' heralds will go on fire. His base will be hooting and hollering and shooting their guns in the air. And, all you know, it, it'll be a huge victory for him. Yeah. So I think that's one reason why he did The other reason, this one, when I first heard it, I thought it was bullshit. But then I re- heard something else, and I'm hmm, very disappointed because it really wasn't bullshit. He had tweeted out that he put it on hold because uh, the Democrats had asked him to. And now I'm seeing reporting, pretty solid reporting, that Pelosi called him up on Saturday night and said, delay this for two, uh, for two weeks. Did, now, did they give a reason why she had asked this? I, I don't know what she feels like she's going to accomplish. But again, you talk about someone that's falling for the narrative. Delay what? Yeah, you know, I mean, okay. Let's let let's say they double deportations this month from eight thousand to sixteen thousand. Out of the hundred thousand that they deport a year, it doesn't it doesn't move the needle. You know, here's a factoid for you. Okay, laid on me. Depending upon who you ask, most people say there's eleven million immigrants, uh, undocumented immigrants in the U.S. Now righties like to pump that number up and say it's as high as 22 or whatever it is. And then some, you know, think tanks put it somewhere in between there. But 11 is the number that the government goes by. I've also heard that number. At current deportation, interior deportation rates, how long would it take to deport 11 million people? Ah, dude, you want us to do that math thing again? (laughs) Well, okay, no, I'm not going to make you do the math, but... At current rates of deportation, it would take 137 years to deport 11 million undocumented residents. And that's saying they're not letting any new ones Correct. In. That's turning off the spigot right now, which is, of course, nonsense. The one The spigot. Okay. The flow. Okay, gotcha. Of, Good. of, of additional immigrants, right? I mean, it's... it, it which, is, which is why the Republicans never want to address the undocumented residents here in the U.S. Remember, you know, when asked about real immigration reform and pathway to citizenship and all that stuff, they always said, well, let's, you know, we've got to close the border first and then we can talk about it because they don't really have an never answer. It's never going to happen. So. Well, and they, and they don't really have an answer for that I mean, because there really is only one answer for that, and that is we need an in-country pathway to citizenship. For someone that is here, even if they are here illegally, we have to figure out a way for them to become citizens. Currently, there is no method to do that. Um, But I I mentioned uh, uh, Pelosi and that she called the president. And I I just don't I don't think her political calculations are right on this. If I was her, I would have called his bluff. Okay, Uh, you know. He, Especially with the track record he has on all this kind of stuff. Right, right. And, okay, so he does have a few CNN cameras, you know, follow around some ICE agents, and they show some horrific, you know, family separations or whatnot. He wants to blame the Democrats for not doing something on reform. But I don't see how it doesn't hurt him. It it excites his base, and they love it, the Breitbart crew, right? They go crazy. But I gotta believe that there's a lot of people out there that still have some level of compassion, and this cannot reflect well on him. I mean, our family separ—question, our family separations, and the treatment of detained children uh, uh, at the border—is it hurting Trump? I don't think so. In and- I'm pretty sure the story is with really... anybody. I I I know it's not going to hurt it's not going to hurt him with his base. Oh, it's okay. not going to hurt him. The, that's what you with asking. the progressive is there a sliver are there those 80,000 votes in you know Michigan, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin that it hurts him?
0: I would think.
1: So. But I'm not positive, right? I and mean, positive. that's the problem.
2: If it is it's a small number. You know what the problem is is well, 80,000
1: votes is a small number. We we, we,
2: we view a small the number world. of 80,000. Yeah. Uh, we
0: view the world through a filter of normal thinking and decency and and uh, um, empathy for other human beings where they don't. So that's why it's hard to get inside their heads and actually like you say you you, you want to believe it but but you can't because you right. don't know you don't know what's going on in between their ears. So. Yeah.
1: Well, they're
0: sort of along those lines, I'm pretty sure this had to do with the, those internment camps these kids are in. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't want to give the kids toothpaste. Correct, so right. That that's, was one of the things this weekend. And, and I think they throw that stuff out there to whip the bass up and, and get
1: some Right. noise. It's like saber rattling with the bass. OK, so the base enjoys the cruelty. Oh, yeah. Right. They the, the, the progressives or the never Trumpers. Add it to the, you know, list of deplorability. Right. Was that a word? Is there something in the is there? Is there enough of those people in the middle that said, you know, this is where I draw the line? I don't think so. I want to believe that there are right. Is there is, is it's so polarized. I, I don't want to get off on a
0: tangent too much. Try and stay on topic with you, but you're, you're asking about the people in these states, those particular states. Now, what about the the recent fake polls, where almost all of these Democrats are are, are beating Dear Leader, like in Michigan. I mean, Biden, I think, was up by like 14 points. You know, what I mean, that that's not. Sliver that's a lot.
1: That's a huge right. if they're true or not, you know. Who knows? So that 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 says that there were people that voted for Trump that are willing to switch.
0: Yeah, that that's sort of the way I interpret it. And
1: and and that you know, whether it's Russia, whether it's you know, Elaine Chow, whether it's separating children, you know, something has had an effect. On that group to move that needle where where, where I don't I, I trust the polls. I don't know I trust the behavior. you know do the, 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 the polls trans translate into voting, you know I, I mean the the Trumpster base, even if you want to call it the Republican base, we you know, I think we did a show on that, but they vote. They're energized and they realize, that voting gets them what they want and uh you know i think you have a lot of passive democrats or liberals or progressives that they don't get exactly what they want or you know whether it's other reasons like you know suppression um voter suppression laws and when i say that they're kind of the absence of laws like you know you know, not being able to mail in ballots, or n- no weekend voting, or extended voting hours, or stuff like that, right? Right. Does that does that just translate into Democrats uh, slash progressives not voting, but Republicans Trumpsters vote? So the polls may say Biden would beat Trump by fourteen. Will the vote actually come out fourteen points higher? Right. That's where my skepticism comes in, and you know, still makes me very, very nervous. Um, you know, I, I saw a, a town hall um, recently with uh, I think they were Wayne County voters that sat out uh, in the last election, and we, and we know that there was a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it was enough to swing the election actually from uh, the Obama years. And some of them said, I'm still not voting. No one is talking to me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of shaking my head. I I mean, I want to support their cause, but they're being very short-sighted, you know. But some of them said that. Some of them said, there's nobody in this race that's talking to me now. But anyway, um, so back on the immigration thing, I, I, I just... I don't understand why Pelosi would do that because, in my opinion, when she calls Trump and says hold off on the mass deportations, then he's got leverage over her. And he's going to use it. He's going to exploit it just like he did. First tweet. Democrats said they want, you know, I gave them two weeks to come up with immigration reform or the mass deportations are back on. So what is she going to do? Nothing's going to happen in two weeks. We know that. Nothing.
0: I can't for the life of me figure out why she would have done that because she seems like she, she's figured out how to push his buttons it, it, and it seems like she's playing, like you say, right into his hands unless she's doing something hocus-pocus that we don't know about that is going to blow up in his face out of it. I don't know. I, I, for the life of me, I can't figure out any reason she would do that. doesn't make sense. Right. Why, why would she think he would do anything to help her? On any, on any subject,
1: and she should be smart enough to know that. It's mostly BS anyway.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, and as we said at the very beginning of this conversation, is if they're deporting people that have deportation orders. That's part of respecting the rule of law, right? I mean, you know, we can look individually at those cases and say, should they. Uh, should they or shouldn't they be subject to deportation, you know. Remember a couple of months back, there was the guy here in Detroit. I think he owned like a store and this, you know, owned a restaurant. And, you know, he had deportation orders from like way back when. And they finally came and got him and ripped him out of his family. There, there, there's there got to be, you know, uh, some secondary, third, level adjudication of these things you know on exceptions like like we want exceptions for stuff um but at the same time it's the law it is it is the law and you know and and what we're about or at least what i'm about is um you know if we don't like the laws then we change the laws and um you know sometimes that's done cleanly sometimes that's you know a really dirty enterprise but at least that should be the goal um and, and and again, Trumpsters kind of figure this stuff out too, right? I mean, right now they're trying to change the asylum laws. And and partly he's effectively has. By having Mexico detain asylum seekers, in my opinion, is breaking the law, and the courts aren't getting on this fast enough.
0: But someone has to bring it to them.
1: Well they're, they're they are. I mean there's there there are suits about, you know, asking mexico to keep our asylum seekers in de- in detention there i don't i don't understand how this is at all allowable if you want to request asylum in the united states you have to be on us soil you cannot request asylum from outside the united states well, no you know you can you can you can request being a refugee it's a different thing altogether because asylum is a permanent status refugees are temporary status. Mm. So when you know, and you know, whether you were a Russian dissident, you had to land in US soil before you could claim asylum. You had to get into the US embassy to claim asylum. So how this is allowed to happen down at the southern border where Mexico is detaining these asylum seekers while they're being adjudicated, I I I really feel this is the heavy hand of Trump making new law. And, and it needs to stop mm. somehow,
2: you know. It's just crazy to me that it would be, if you're trying to get out of a country, you need to first be detained by that country. Mm-hmm. That's so backwards to me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you know, again, most of them are not even from Mexico. Me- Mexico, um, immigration has slowed down quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know. But did you, I don't know, I, I, re- I read the article uh, today about the Washington Post uh, story about a 19-year-old gal who got uh, sh- shot crossing a checkpoint um, in Mexico. So they had gotten through the Honduras-Mexico border. She was coming up to live with her father who lives in Southern California. She had paid a smuggler four, thousand dollars. They ran a checkpoint between two different states in Mexico. And uh, I mean, I guess the the driver just bolted, I guess, right? I'm not not quite sure. A pickup truck with a cab in it, totally crammed with immigrants. Uh, Mexico authorities, some question marks as to whether or not they were military or police, just opened fire on the truck as it's going. Um, Three people injured, uh, this one gal killed. Yeah, I, I don't know what protocol is in that situation. You know, you got a speeding truck going through a checkpoint. I got to believe they know that it's filled with immigrants. How else? You know, how do they normally get across? You know, is this a new checkpoint? You know, I, I don't know any of those details. I just know that it's tragic. Yeah, man, that's awful. That's that. You know, and 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 the the Okies of the world <laughs> would say well she shouldn't be trying to come to america that's the risk she takes coming to america and that looking at it in the way that says look at the choices that she's making in honduras you know she was you know going to be forced into a life of you know you know gang violence or sex slavery or whatever it's going to be and so she knows coming to america is risky she knows that the chances are even slim any you know you know to, to get um, uh, to get asylum or whatever it is uh, I don't know how much you know you calculate in that you're going to get shot by Mexico Mexican police in, in that effort you know so they're willing to take that chance yep they're willing to take that chance uh, because things are that bad
0: and I was going to say that just shows how desperate they are and you know that that should play into this more than it does with these people Mm -hmm. like the okies of the world you know what i mean i got mine he doesn't see anything like that right you know it's like total lack of empathy or sympathy or whatever kind of thing you want to call it they just all comes down to the money i'm good I'm good. My my my
1: life's good, and you know I'm what? I think these people might take money out of my pocket. Yep. Yeah. Bah, whatever. Yeah.
0: You know one other thing I, I mm. heard with the this whole bluster about doing these mass deportations and all that is like a secondary motive of why he was doing it was to try and undermine the um, the things coming up Wednesday and Thursday this week. Uh, debates. debates oh
1: right God, I
0: couldn't think of the word brain is a terrible thing to waste but the debates are coming up and there were people speculating that he was trying to whip up all this hubbub and, and you know and to try and take away the focus from those two nights coming up
1: I used to think that he was never smart enough to do that kind of stuff but after hearing it repeated so many times he's probably caught on you know what I mean? <laughs> He's learned. He's learned that, you know what, if we if we have a shiny object over here, it, it deflects from this over here. And I don't think it started off that way because I think that takes a certain amount of conniving. Going way back to the earliest scandals, right? The, you know, the Scott Pruitt scandals and all of that good stuff, right? But but I uh, I used to think that the media was accusing him of doing something that he wasn't smart enough to do, but now has trained him to do it. <laughs> Right. He's
2: become self aware. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: It was I think they
0: they were saying this and also the the whole Iranian thing. Same thing. He he I don't mean to jump topics yet, but you know, him calling off that airstrike and all that kind of stuff. He does it then, but then the morning of the first debate, it's back on, you know, and yeah. steal the news cycle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't know, the Iranian thing is uh it's another another can of worms that we could probably kick around, but I say we get to another beer.
0: Okay,
2: alrighty, solid. Let's do it. All right, Blatto. So, what else you got for us today? What's in the treasure trove? Uh,
1: for the second selection, um, this is uh, from a brewery that I had not seen yet, was not aware of, uh, from Michigan breweries, the Grand Armory Brewing Company. Grand Armory Brewing in Grand Haven, Michigan. Great spot. There's, there's got to be another brewery up there in Grand Haven. Mm.
2: I know there is. I can't think of it. Yeah, we had one. I, right I, that's why I think so
1: too. Yeah, um, probably a name that we we there's know. So like, many. Of um, anyway, can't keep the uh, city straight. <laughs> and this is a white chocolate blonde. Um, uh, what surprised me also about uh, this particular brewery at the. Store that I go to. Not being familiar with Grand Armour Brewing, uh, they seem to have launched quite a few at one time.
2: Oh, did they? Yeah,
1: so you know, I, I had a, a a choice of Grand Armory uh, beers to, to choose really? from. My nice selection. Uh, so, um, you know, they're 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 coming in force. You know, what was that one, uh, Fred, that you posted about uh, that showed the three beers? Recently, uh, and another brewery, uh, North Pier. Oh, we yeah. talked about this yesterday. Half pint was talking
0: mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, uh, that was that was half pint. That wasn't me.
1: Anyway, um, so uh, white chocolate blonde, uh, light, crisp, refreshing blonde with a hint of creamy chocolate sweetness. Um, now, I got this beer despite my peeve with the phrase white chocolate. There is no such thing as white chocolate. There isn't. No, white chocolate is a confection. It is not chocolate in any way. It's true. It's chocolate, chocolate requires cocoa. Mm. So white chocolate is. Yeah, I mean we all know what it is and what it tastes like, but it isn't really. It's not truly chocolate. It's not chocolate. Yeah, um, but I thought the sweetness uh, might be a change of pace versus the uh, the ghosts. Um, uh, at, at first, I kind of stayed away from it because when I said white chocolate, I thought, my, my mind was thinking, chocolate, is that a summer beer? Eh. But then I'm thinking, wait, white chocolate, blonde, crisp, you know, uh, crisp and refreshing might be a good summer beer. Hmm.
2: So. Well, let's find out. Bottoms up. Bottoms, Bottoms up. I do taste the white chocolate. Wow.
1: Yeah, no, no question about yeah, they're it. They're
2: not hiding it. No. And uh, I love
0: it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Fred. <laughs> I'm not sure I love it. It's sweet, all right. Did you notice it had almost
2: zero head on it? Yeah, or, yeah. I, I had a little, but it went away pretty quick. Yeah.
1: And it's um, uh, it's. I mean, I know like. My, my, now, the glass isn't too frosted up, so it's uh, a, a, a bit uh, hazy, a little haze, right? It's not 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 a clear beer. I don't like it. <laughs> no. I like. I, it. I don't know. I, are you being sarcastic? Mm. The white chocolate. You're, you're serious for me. I, I I okay. Here's what I'm gonna tell you guys: you have to wait because second sip, not as sweet as the first sip. So automatically. It's already you know toned down, which is bit. what I expected it to happen because that's what always was happens with the strong flavored beers. Um, what I do like about it is there's barely a aroma. There's no stink. <laughs> <laughs> there's no pungent aroma. Uh, uh, so I knew that it, it was going to mellow out. The sweetness was was going to mellow out um, with with the sips, and I would I, I I know I would automatically buy this again. You know. Interesting. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm gonna have a few extra uh, le- left after this, and I'm gonna drink them. Okay, no question about it.
2: Nobs, you don't want to take another sip. I've, then, had, then I've give had, had three or four sips already. Oh, you yeah. have not. I Your have two. glass is barely dented. In it's baby it's, sips. <laughs> no, it's not for me. I'm not a fan. Know Does, you, just know, know you know what it reminds what me of, of? It
1: reminds me of like a cream ale. You know, kind of yeah. like that, that that creamsicle ale kind of thing.
0: Are you referring to a beer? Or no, the flavor,
1: like a cream like a, ale flavor, almost like a... Um, like a
0: root beer or Like something? a
1: soft drink, cream oh, ale. okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to say right now it's not for me. I, I've taken multiple sips, and I'm, I'm still not getting past the sweetness part. But that that shouldn't shock you. No, I'm looking for grapefruit in this. There's nothing tart or hoppy about <laughs> it, right? I mean, so, and, so yeah, yeah. See now, to me, even at the sweetness level, to me, because of, of my beer taste buds, this is like over the top. This almost reminds me of the uh, blueberry pancake fiasco. Yeah. Well, yeah, this yeah, is I'm in that, that same. Vibe.
1: This is in that same. No, because I. It's, it's a clean finish. The, the blueberry <laughs> pancake is still stuck to the <laughs> roof of my mouth. <laughs> Or, 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 well, let me, let me ask because I think it's a clean finish. You don't think it's a clean finish? Hang on.
2: It's not as cl- dirty as the, the blueberry pancake one, but it's, it's lingering. Because the, the blueberry pancake was syrupy. Yes. But, you know. Like I chugged a bottle of syrup after that one.
0: I'll say it's clean, but it's
2: still too sweet. Yeah, okay. okay. I, I think I would have rather preferred a white chocolate stout over a white chocolate blonde.
1: Well, that's why, I mean, that's what really drew me to this was because, um, you know, I mean, not that we're out of stout season completely, right? You know, there's no rule that says we can't drink stouts. But I I think I already said, I originally set it aside because I thought it was more of a winter beer. And then I went back and looked at it. Wait a minute. This is a white chocolate blonde. Right. And And when I, you know. So I do think it's a summer beer, and um, it's a summer beer. I'm I'm, just I'm glad you guys are gonna leave me some. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we won't be fighting you for this one. What What's the uh, alcohol level? Oh, uh, five. Oh, good. For kissing yeah, right, our sisters, right on there. Yeah, that's okay. You know, we did a lot of enough non-kissing of sisters last night. So, uh, Well, some of us did.
1: I I I I I brought four four five or four two to your party. Yeah. Uh, it was it, it was a it was a good time. So uh, I think we've talked about Fred's purchasing of his new home slash mm-hmm. condo before, and this was really your your open door, right? Your open house. Yeah, yeah.
0: We finally, after I don't know what like two months, have gotten all, all, every last box unpacked, and uh, I call shenanigans on that.
2: <laughs> shenanigans. How many boxes I brought down in your basement? <laughs> you did not unpack all of them
0: well
1: the ones you need
0: <laughs> well some of this stuff was long-term storage before you picked it up and moved it it was <laughs> boxed at the other house it just keeps moving with us but um yeah we we finally are settled in we've got everything unpacked and 99 percent of the way have things in place and um Furniture, all the furniture we wanted, we've got, and so we were at the point where we were ready to open wide, Shea, Fred, and welcome in the
1: deplorables. <laughs> and you did, well, we're and we did not well, our, our, in our own way of being deplorable. Yeah. Um, well, how about depraved? Depraved. You know what? It was. It was. It was a really great group. Like I, mean, I don't know who might have been missing. You know, you know, we don't want to give names over there, but not many. Like, of our extended core group, just about everybody was there. It was it, almost like being at an Higgins. Yeah, it, it, was, it really uh, was. Plus, right? For the like I mean, trial run. You know, but, but, but then even plus a few. So it was, uh, you know, the, the right size crowd. And uh, something else I thought about this morning, maybe it was last night, And I did want to bring this up on the podcast. Uh, Did you notice, because I consciously noticed, especially in retrospect, right, how few people were on their phones? No. No. But it's true. It is.
0: Now that you say that, I don't remember seeing anybody on the phone at any time. And, you know,
1: we're so addicted to our little handheld computers all the time. But, and you see all the memes about, you know, families or people that, you know, are sitting in a room gathered with a whole bunch of other friends or family. And no one's talking. They're all phased down. Everyone's in their phones. And I'm as bad as anybody else in terms of of being connected to my device, addicted to it. But you did not see that when you... Have the right people, the right setting, and communication is still occurring, mano a mano, face to face, all of that stuff, you know. Or you know, uh, there I, I looked, I I looked around. I, N- nobody was shutting out the world, and, and and had to see what the next Facebook page post was, or you know what the next tweet was. And
0: that's saying a lot. It it is saying a lot. It really yeah. is. And but
1: uh, you know. The, now, if, if my kids were there, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it might have skewed the numbers a little bit. But, you know, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think it was that, that interaction was occurring. That, that's, and maybe, okay, is there sadness that I have to even bring this up? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Maybe a little well, bit. Yeah, right. We have a
0: pretty amazing group of friends, and, and we are definitely the oddity. Because we, most of us have known each other since high school and... Or prior. Prior, for some of us. I mean, we grew up on the same street and stuff like that. And, and it, and it's funny. The, the comments I get from It people, smells so
1: much better. Thank you
0: for <laughs> checking that. Some of the comments I get, like, even from my brothers and sisters, they are in absolute amazement and awe... Yeah. In, in awe that we all still want to hang out with each other and we get along with each other. So, the fact that we're not on phones when we're together, it makes
1: sense. Yeah. 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 So. But I but I've seen that too. I've seen this before. You know. You know, kind of more. Maybe it's the indoor aspect of sometimes. You know, you're the the party where people. You know, get on their phone or. Uh, you know, it's been a little while since we've had one, right? Yeah. So you know, um, but it's never about catch up. I mean, it's never about like, you know, catch uh, up and kind of like the glory days kind of stuff. You know, there's none of. You know, there's you know, obviously there's some reminiscing, but it's mostly all about going forward. You know, yeah, and happening in people's lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and not a lot of politics either. No, oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, we're all pretty. Most of us are all aligned. Uh, yeah. You know, we're fortunate in that respect too. Oh yeah, we're very, very we fortunate. Right? We no could way. actually be losing people <laughs> <laughs> if we weren't, uh, which is also amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that goes back to you'd have to say judge of character in junior high. Yeah, where, where you're, you're you're on a subconscious level. You know, mm. I I I don't think many people that we know and we've known for 20, 30 years, um, have uh, succumbed to the peer pressure to conform to our way of thinking. You know, you did your stint as as a Republican yeah. or as know, a conservative. Um, recovering but it, conservative but but it wasn't but it wasn't due to peer pressure. No. One way or another, you know. And you were the only one. I know. So <laughs> so so uh um uh, Uh, Maybe that's why politics isn't a discussion, right? Because, you know. We're all on on the same
2: page. Just a whole lot of I agree, I agree.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What what was a discussion, (laughs) horrible segue, but what was a discussion was your cornhole boards.
0: (laughs) In my defense, those were borrowed. (laughs) Just because they had CMU on them. And I graduated from Mm -hmm. CMU. Does not make me their owner.
1: Uh, These were the slickest cornhole boards I had ever played on, ever.
0: I absolutely agree. They were right up there for sure.
1: I I mean, it it was either in the hole or off the board. (sighs) I was was reading about the regulations Mm -hmm. of... Cornhole, okay. and the only regulation that they have in terms of sl- slickness is it cannot slide backwards.
0: Hmm. Would that have to do with the ankle then?
1: Well, or so slick. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting because those boards didn't slide backwards. No, um, but they could have. <laughs> I mean, like they were that slick. It seemed like, right? Uh, how, you know, how would you if we even, how them would have put? Would you m- even get a? bag to go backwards on a board that that is that If 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 you were able to land it from a high loft and then it hit oh oh, okay yeah all right you see see what i'm saying yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, then it would actually slide backwards you know by the aca standards air quotes aca the american cornhole association (laughs) and for those are, are we assuming that everyone knows what cornhole is
0: yeah, we're, we're assuming it maybe. It my my brother and,
1: didn't know that it was called Cornhole. What is he called? A a bag toss? bean bag or whatever. And like it's called Cornhole. And he was like, what? no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> and your brother, your, 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 <laughs> your brother said he won't play it until they change the name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a big wave thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I could hear that coming out of his
1: mouth. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're, um, the, the ACA, you know, they kind of, you know, regulate all this stuff. And well, there's a reason
0: they call it that because the bags are, have corn inside of them. Originally. Originally. Yeah. I don't think
1: that he, that
0: the better bag. A friend of mine that made a set, he actually had corn.
2: Yeah. Do you better distance out of corn? Like is there just no. I just. just I think hike? that's where
0: where the game just started from. They be- bean s- bags out they of made bean bags out of
1: corn. Hmm. Hard then, corn. What do you call that kind of corn? Kernel. Kernel know. corn. It's raw. Corn. Yeah. It's raw. Just, yeah. just dried corn kernels. Yeah. Um, I'm so now I'm embarking on building my own cornhole boards, mm-hmm. and how slick they are is going to be my. Um, uh, my challenge, right? I, I, I want to have them the right amount of slickness, but not too slick. Well,
0: when Nobbs and I set those boards up, first throw, it was just like they <laughs> hit the board. <laughs> it's It reminds me of Chevy Chase in Vacation yes. when he sprays the bottom <laughs> of the saucer with the cereal coating. <laughs> what does he say? Geronimo or something? It's mm-hmm. down the hill, there's sparks flying. <laughs> The bags just took off, and I'm like,
1: "Holy
2: crap!"
0: I think there's, I think there's still one in your neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah, the the
1: those boards were made with a decal mm-hmm. on them, mm-hmm. and that decal is what made it really slick. Most are, you know, finished wood, and then you know, like I said, I, I, some I, friction out of it. I'm I'm gonna work on it to determine how slick I want to make them between uh, paint, stain varnish sand repeat kind of stuff right i mean I,
0: so like on these sites are you you're looking at sites I, I
1: started looking today yeah
0: i have the wood they, they 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 tell you how to control this
1: no oh they give you suggestions but you know i was looking on the aca site today now this is it's kind of why we we're talking about this today is a is big like it's on television (laughs) i mean i I didn't realize there is a tour and the tour they move around and then they have their championships i think in vegas where else right right yeah there are you know every 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 sport has to have like its own uniform style Oh no! What do they wear? Bib overhauls? No. <laughs> i taking them short, back. Short, short, short <laughs> overhaul. Daisy dudes. Yeah. <laughs> with bib? No. They have like there's a. Sh- it's got sponsors all over it, but the. It's kind of a polo cut. You know, it, it's like with a, it has a collar, so it's like the only. The only kind of sports shirt that has a collar. You got to see these people that are on TV playing cornhole professionally. But but what you really got to see... I've seen that. I mean, I've watched some of this on TV. You said you hadn't, right? No, no, The shots they make are un believable Like, okay, first of all, four baggers are nothing. Bang, 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 bang. In the hole, in the hole, in the hole. But then, like, somebody comes up with uh, a guard and puts one in front of the hole, so you just can't slide it in. So then your question is to airmail it, which means swish, right? Mm -hmm, Right. But then you see, like, you know two sitting on the fringe of the hole, and the one guy needs, you know, eight points to stay alive, so he's going to airmail it and drag two in with him, they can do it. Like, it's not by accident. It is crazy good. You know, it's, I, I don't know if it's the same caliber of good as what the professional golfer is to the hack. You know,
0: yep. well, when when you were but, but, about but in some
1: ways, it might be better. In some ways, the 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 difference between these guys that are playing cornhole on the professional level—it's so <laughs> silly—might <laughs> be a bigger gap between them and and the weekend player than the professional golfer and the weekend player. That 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 gap is it's a it's a. It's a worthy discussion to say that that gap is equal to or greater than, you yeah. know. Okay, now in full confession, I did play in a cornhole league in the winter time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There weren't very many guys that could four-bag. I mean, if you got a four-bagger, you could uh, go into like a drawing for the end of the year. And, you know, 28 teams... Play it every week, three games a week, do the math, blah, blah, blah. Hundreds of opportunities. You might have five or six or maybe a dozen guys that, you know, uh, uh, get a four-bagger. When you see these guys on the professional level.
2: Can you explain a four-bagger? Is that just all four go in? All four in a hole. Okay. Yeah, 12 points. Yeah. I think I've, I've
0: done it once. I've done it once. I, can, I think it's only been one time, and I'm, yeah. I, it's not like I've played all the time, but I've over the years, I've played it a number of times, and I can only recall four bag one time, three bag plenty of
1: times. I, I <laughs> what a humble brag! <laughs> I I did it in league, but I I did it in a practice round. Oh, so yeah. it didn't didn't count in the in the league thing.
0: I think I did, I did it at But Hagan's
1: but, but watch watch some you know tune into like ESPN two on a Saturday at seven a.m. and you'll see <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> the, the Cornhole League the and, and these shots that these guys make, I mean, they are so purposeful. Like, we're going to drag this in. We're going to do this. We're going to put it there. There's very few errors, you know? You know, when we play, you know, oh, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, <laughs> damn. You know, that sucked. Oh, whatever, right? Every, everything's an error, right? Only the ones that, you know, hang on the board or get on the hole, we you know, claim did what we wanted it to do. Um, but
0: I'll tell you what, I think the slickness of those boards we were using last night were, were causing yeah. so many unforced errors. I mean, I'm not a great Cornholio player. I'm not saying I am, but I'm at least on the board, out of four bags, I'm normally at least one out of four every throw. But because that those boards were so slick, I've never come up so short so many times. I was hitting because right, you want to like, hit the front of the board. You're tr- you're trying to get like the first six inches of the board, so the other four feet will slow you down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I've I never thrown so many short bags as I did last. night. And it was just like my my head was about to explode. It's like why is this happening? But in the back of my head, I must have been thinking you
1: got to hit short, right? So you can run it out on the board. And you're also uh, you want arc, yeah, yeah, and so you're throwing higher, which if you don't throw harder when you're throwing higher, so if you're using the same amount of, uh, you know, speed or um. force, then you're gonna end up short. You're throwing it as hard as you did the last time, but you're thrown higher, so it's it's gonna come up short. Right.
0: You know, it was a nightmare
1: <laughs> when I was when I was in league. I always um, I, I would just like tell myself today no shorties. Like everything, I don't care if I have to throw them at my opponent. <laughs> I am not going to have any shorties. And I, I, I think I achieved that one time in, in one week of play where I had none that, you know. Hmm. And I did it for two years and, you know, 12 weeks of uh, uh, a session or whatever it was where, you know, I got everything at least to the board. Could be left or right at the board, but that that far, you know. But it, I, it's a craze, right? I mean, would you call it a craze, Cornhole? I would. Yeah.
2: If you would ask me like five, six years ago what it was, I would have no idea. But now it's everywhere.
0: Yeah, we, we have it where I work. Um, the company is a, a big proponent of during your lunch hour to exercise. Mm-hmm. So we actually have a fair amount of things available to us. We have a racquetball court. We have a basketball, half basketball court. We have a batting cage, a driving, golf Mm -hmm. driving net. We have a regulation volleyball, grass volleyball area. And they also put in a a cornholio. Ah. We have have a top-notch cornhole set. And they've got... Uh, it measured off and they've got it painted so you know exactly where to put it. Where this. to
1: stand. Yep, yep. you got to be in a
0: box yep, supposedly. It's got, it's got all that stuff so yeah. it's a really nice set. So yeah. they keep it locked up in a uh, like a Rubbermaid shed. And so have you played? There? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so the biggest reason I joined was because someone said hey, blado you should join. And uh, a Pig joined with me. Um, one is uh the toss where you toss it. So the bag is spinning more like a pizza Mm -hmm. instead of end over end and how much rotation you put on does different things and all of that. And then the other one, uh, that the the other big thing that I learned was, uh, the bags, especially the better bags have two sides. They have a slick side and they have a sticky side. So depending if you want the bag to stop, or you want it to slide you throw it so it lands on that that's one of the reasons that you you throw it pizza style um, so it lands on the board on the side that you want and uh, I'm gonna build my own boards starting I've already kind of started already but um, with the acquisition of the material <laughs> but but the but the bags I'm gonna buy and I'm gonna make sure because I'm not gonna make my own bags and fill them with. Or, you know, I'm going to buy really. I'm going to buy really good bags that are going to have that, that that feature on both sides. So I'm curious as to. That's why I asked you if you played with the ones that work, and they have a nice set. Do they have good bags that that have the different sides? I, I, what's different about them?
2: Is it different material? Usually, like yeah. there's something printed on it too, isn't
1: there? Uh, usually, the sticky side would have something printed oh, on so it. it gets a but sometimes it, it doesn't look. It's it's not a huge difference. But there is a difference. Well, I'm going to check that now. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't recall, to be honest with you. Yeah, and when I started learning strategy, <laughs> it's not so silly. Oh, okay, now I'm going to throw slick or I'm going to throw sticky, and, you know. It, so
0: in this league you play in, they have those bags?
1: hmm Oh, really? And every throw you would consider, do I want slick or sticky? Every single throw. If you weren't, uh, you know, you weren't, of the caliber, and you were going to get your butt kicked.
0: Well, see, I throw end over end. I don't mm-hmm. I don't throw pizza stuff. I, I do that on purpose. I I like to roll the bag off the end of my hand, and it's end over ending. And right. I've always had pretty good luck with that. You know, I, I seem to be able to stop the bag. Yeah. That's
2: what I'm trying to do, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, like yeah. if you want to push bags, then you want slick. Right. You know what I mean? Huh. That's
0: interesting.
2: There's so many great show title candidates coming out of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Three bagger. (laughs) Yeah, three bagger or four bagger. Uh,
1: But yeah, you know, you also had some other outdoor games. Mm -hmm. You had some bocce. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was fun. The brand new bocce set and the the yard that we have with the condo where. Most times you, you buy a condo, you have a very small, limited yard. You're staring in your neighbor's mm-hmm. uh, door wall, but we happen to be on this U-shaped street situation, and we're in the corner of the U. So meet, we make horseshoe, like horseshoe. Okay, a horseshoe. Another right. backyard game. Yeah, there you go. Another backyard <laughs> game. And we we have this deep, uh, diagonal kind of yard, and it's it's. Was perfect for the bocce ball. That was awesome.
1: Uh, just need to cut the lawn a little closer. Those, the people that yeah. cut there, they keep just cut
0: the other day. They yeah. they keep it long
1: because we were losing the polina a lot yeah, in the yeah, grass.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So are you going to bring your bocce to Higgins? Well, I don't
0: know. Do I have to? You always bring yours. Well, that's
1: why I'm at. We don't need two. Well,
0: <laughs> yours is the the classic set. <clears throat> All right, I'll plus bring it's one them. less thing for me to carry so <laughs> and you bring it you're going to bring your board well that's what I'm
1: building them for oh, okay. that's, that's, that's really the, the goals to, the, the cornhole boards are to be ready uh, by Higgins I, I basically have a month yeah. to get it done mm.
0: and if you may do a nice job I, I might let you build a set for me and <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll throw you a few bucks or a pork chop <laughs> One, please. One pork chop. <laughs> One pork chop. One boneless pork chop, please. Uh, what other What other games do you fancy? What other outdoor party games do you fancy? Knobs. What about you? Uh,
2: I'm a I'm a horseshoe player.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have the proper pits.
2: Like it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very pit-dependent. I
1: mean, I mean, you can't just like p- put two stakes in the ground you know, in your backyard when you're having a party and say, mm-hmm. okay, now we're going to play horseshoes. It doesn't really work that I way. tried
0: that one time. Just pounded the spikes into <laughs> yeah. the grass, had them the right distance, the right angle, but the shoes are flying, yeah. man. They hit that hard it, ground. It doesn't work. They're tumble-weeding away, you know.
2: I would like to eventually make a nice horseshoe pit at my new place. Like
0: a no, What
1: do you mean eventually? Get on that. See, he's it's, making it's he's on making my list. cornholio.
0: You should be doing the horseshoe pit. Yep. You see his his yard. I've been there. Well, no, yeah. you have seen it.
2: He's got a the, the spot a game I want to make yard. it though is really uneven, so I need to level that out first. So why is that the
1: spot you want to make it?
2: <laughs> because <it's, laughs> that's
1: the way I would look. I would look for a more level spot.
2: Nobs. <laughs> because the other spot is where the fire pit is. I guess some other plants, for some other areas. All Plus, right. this is north south, so no one's gonna be throwing into the sun ever. It's a lot of key factors. Do you think those pits at
0: Higgins are decent pits? Yeah, they're. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, because I, I wasn't sure if sanded like um, pigs league that he plays on. Are the pits made of sand?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm I, almost certain they
0: are. Yeah. I I wasn't really yeah. sure.
1: I thought I was going to get in there this year. He had an opening, and then it filled up. He sent a he, he sent a notice out saying they were looking for other players. I thought, you know what, I'll do this. And then it just closed up that fast. Nope, too late. Already taken. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Porsche at Higgins is fun.
1: That's always a good time. Yep. Have you done the 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 washer toss?
2: No. I heard about this yesterday for the first time. And I uh, still don't know what it is.
1: You take an old coffee can and you mount it in the center. Of a box that's a 12 by 12 or 14 by 14, right? So you, a wooden box, a low wooden box, about four inches tall. You have the coffee can in the middle of it, and you take these super huge washers. They're like two-inch diameter, three-inch diameter washers, and you try and throw them into the coffee can. Three points into the coffee can, one point into the box. Hmm. So they're similar, yep. you know, to Cornhole or whatever. Um More portable (laughs) Uh, than than cornhole, Uh, but people love it. Uh, I've never played. I played it one time. Never seen it. Never played it. Yeah.
2: You see it up at Higgins. Uh You
0: just go. You can hear it. You can hear it because the washers are the metal washers are. I'm gonna keep it here open now. Uh, You'll definitely hear it if someone's playing it. It's a noisy game. Plus, a lot of screaming goes on. I just don't, I have no desire. What do you mean? People get excited in that game for whatever reason. Oh, more so than than
1: other yard games, you think? I do, yeah. Yeah.
0: You hear a lot of screaming.
1: You used to hear a lot of screaming with jarts. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I think they discontinued them. I never got
0: hurt playing that game. (laughs) Who are these people getting taken out by jarts? People were.
2: Yeah. Yeah, look
1: up the statistics on it. Yes, there are stories uh, that you can still find about, like... Wasn't there a raft and, that
2: got, in, like... Well, the number of and injuries
1: and uh, that jarts caused. That look, is- any time you have sharp, pointy objects you're throwing,
0: <laughs> people are going to get injured. dropping out of the sky with a lead weight on <laughs> yeah. the front to help propel them into flesh. Yeah. <laughs> What are they? What are, what are the jarts nowadays? Is there like a beanbag on the end of them or something? Yeah,
1: they're rounded, and then they, yeah, they, it's, it's, it's basically Nerf. It killed them. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they're gonna bounce. They're gonna move. They're <laughs> not gonna stay in the
2: ring. <laughs> they're not gonna kill anyone. If you take the element of
1: danger out of it, listen, listen, what do you got? What do listen, you got left?
0: The, the gene pool needs to be cleaned out occasionally, and jarts just helps to move. I bet well. you
1: jarts are taking out the right people. <laughs> <laughs> They were, <laughs> yeah. That's probably arrogant, but <laughs> <laughs> goofy golf. What 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 do they
0: call it? Ladder ball. Ladder ball. Oh, ladder ball. We Like that, I didn't know what goofy uh, golf was. I
1: that's what no, Lefty goofy. and I played. <laughs> yeah, but uh, ladder ball seems to have died a little bit though. Yeah, you used to see it a lot. Now you don't see it. as Cornhole took over. Yeah, I, I think, think so. Cornhole crushed it. Yeah,
0: but um, Naps was nice enough to. Uh, Purchase said ladder golf for our house. And he brought it as a oh, gift. Oh, as a housewarming yep. gift, huh? Oh, yeah, we yeah. asked him to bring his and he oh, fooled us. That. He showed up with yeah. a
1: brand spanking new set. And yeah.
0: So it's part of the uh, I, game repertoire. Even
1: though my set is kind of hokey, I still like it. Oh, the football? Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, there's. There's something is, about it that uh, that is an awesome
2: set. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I remember know, instead
1: of golf balls, it has two rubber footballs yeah. on the ends of the rope. That's a and line. And then you set. throw it on the, uh, you yes, yeah, by team, and then you throw it through the the ladders on goalposts. And it works though, right? I mean, it actually plays. That's a good set. It you? is a good set. It's played very very well over the years. Okay. <laughs> We've gotten our use out of that. Yes, we have. In 1999, it <laughs> was. <when I'm sorry. laughs> All right, hey, well, you know, listeners, let us know what your favorite yard game is. Because there's new ones out there now, too.
0: What else? What else?
1: Uh, Lefty was telling us about the one that you bounce off the trampoline.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. And then
1: there's that other one that you, (laughs) with the Frisbee, and you direct it into a can with a slot. Into a
2: can with a slot. Yeah. I do remember. I know what you're talking about. I smell the name. So you you,
1: you stand, you know, 40, 50 feet yeah. apart. You know, you're not really, you know, you're not like huge, you know, wind up Frisbee. No. And you throw the Frisbee and you have a can that has a top on it, but a slot. And as the Frisbee comes in, you try and deflect the Frisbee. Because you can't... Throwing it into the slot is really hard, obviously, right? But you're teammate on the other side is trying to deflect it with his palm into the slot i've never tried it i've seen it it looks ridiculous (laughs) but i guess a lot of outdoor games do Uh, i'll have to look up what it's called but that's a that's another one and i've seen people play the first time i saw people playing it they were playing it on the median on Fifth Street in Royal Oak. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, near my, near my old place. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, what are these people doing on the median? <laughs> what if they no. got a cannon frisbee? And there's are there. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Sort Uh oh. Studio's coming <laughs> down. Yep. Right. Time here to go. Walls. Let's <laughs> get out of here. All right. right.
0: <laughs> well, bottom's up, y'all. Bottoms up. up. We're out. Because, baby, hey, I hate Cause baby I hate you Cause baby